What's up, everybody? This is Nick and the Valetics team. Welcome you guys back to episode nine of our podcast series. Uh, today, we actually have a special guest. I don't know where you are in terms of my screen. Um, but we have my buddy Cracko here from the Weekend Brand. Uh, how the fuck are you, man? What's up? Good. I'm good. This quarantine isn't, uh, isn't the best or ideal situation, but... Yeah, I feel like we all need to talk about that because we've all... Uh, well, I've seen like everyone else's reactions online with everything. Like, you do your TikToks with it. He does his tweets with it slash phone calls. And Ray, I don't know what the hell you're doing because I don't hear shit from you. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know how you're coping with everything. But what are you guys? What are you? What are you doing at home as of right now? Like, do you just, no, like I'm. Uh, where's Cracko? Cracko. Uh, like, what? What have you been up to? Uh, I've been just making TikToks really, and uh, just working from home too. Mm-hmm. Should we start it with the TikToks? Is- Start they, uh, they asked me this they were like uh how like that's my biggest question like how would you explain uh how you started or why you started on tiktok and how do you think you've amassed and and, and, I, and before you start i'm sorry to cut you off but i, I gotta say like i'm pretty impressed right because i do follow your stuff i do watch your stuff and it's it's funny you know like all your story it's 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 funny shit right like it, it's it's definitely entertaining content um is it just like volume? Cause you've grown pretty quick. Like I feel like I checked your page last week and you were at little below what, like 18 K or something. And then I, I was like, Oh, he probably has like 19.5 K today. And I looked today and you're at 20,000 followers. So it's like, what are you doing? You know, it's I, like- I think so I, before, when I first started, I'll start with the, the why I started before I get into that yeah um so I used to twitch stream as like just like for fun right me and my buddy started like Instagram pages where we just like posted clips of like destiny one and uh it turned into this thing where we started streaming and then we started getting like a gain following together like everyone wanted to see me and my friend play um and he's still doing it and he's he's doing a killer job at it but I couldn't see myself like even if I made it I couldn't even see myself playing video games for that long and just like constantly trying to entertain while playing video games, joining with the new video games that are coming out and stuff. And um, I couldn't see myself playing video games for like as a day job. So I ended up putting that on on the back burner, stopped doing that. And for a while I was like, I really want to like keep doing something, something to just make people have entertainment because I personally think I have the personality for it. Um, and then I watched one of Gary V's podcasts. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm laughing because I just heard my mom calling my name. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and I was like trying so hard to not I'm laugh. But continue, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, so I saw one of Gary V's podcasts, and he's like, "Yo, TikTok, TikTok." He just said it like 400 times. So, and I knew it like was musically before. So I like went on the app and. I just saw funny guys doing funny skits and stuff, kind of like the old YouTube style days. And I was like, I can do this. So I made a video and I, my fifth, my fifth video went viral. Which was that the duck one? Was that the first uh, duck one? It was, uh, it was like me of like, it was like me in the like New York city skyline. Just oh, like right, 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 right. viral. How like viral, like hundreds of thousands or like viral as in like millions, like, I think I think right I think I would say semi-viral because right now it's like four hundred thousand views I think. Okay. Crazy. Nick, um, you're pretty much gonna be up there too, man. I just want to throw it out there. 
If you guys don't follow Nick, you gotta, because in my opinion, Nick should have blown up a while ago. I don't, I'm, <laughs> we'll get there slowly but surely. But I've been <laughs> like, Nick needs to start hashtagging his. Uh, I do hashtag. I, I don't know. I guess I get, though, I get the text from Nick. I get like a whole thing from Nick, like on the TikTok app. I get a text message. I, I complain to everyone. I send it to him. I send it to him. I was like, I don't understand the algorithm. Like, if you're not a hot chick and you're not dancing, I, I can't figure Plus, it out. But Nick's heard my wrath about it. It's, it's insane. And I will say also, the with video gaming, twitching, I can never do it because when I play a video game, I get so sucked into it. I right, start right. focusing so so hard. James and I used to play Fortnite actually all the time. And James actually he whispers when James plays video games. We're Whisper? playing Fortnite and we'll yeah, dude. Back. I'd literally, I would literally be like, since these are my Xbox headphones, I'd, I'd literally be like this. Like, Yo, <laughs> I'm like James. I can't hear you. They can't, <laughs> they hear, can't you hear you either. either. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because it's like all those. Wait, you said TikTok started out as musically? Yeah, yeah. it was. Then I did not know that. Out. It was bought out and changed to TikTok. Uh, was that the? That's not the guy who did mine, right? No, no. no it's like some some Asian, so, uh, some Chinese uh, Chinese company. I think it is Chinese. Chinese yeah. Huh. Um, some Chinese company came in bought. TikTok uh, bought Musical.ly for an insane amount of money and, you know, has dropped so much money into advertising to get it to where it is today. And Yeah, what yeah. is that? number, number <laughs> two in the world of social media? Probably number one right now. I mean, I, I would gladly put, put money that is number one. I mean, dude, I mean, look at how quick you're growing on it, right? Like, you're growing at like i don't know probably like five six hundred followers a week i mean shit then you like if you look at charlie d'amelio who at one point was growing at half a million followers a week you know it's yeah. like the growth on it is crazy it's mm -hmm. it's crazy because i started around like november 1st and oh wow and i saw her i saw she came up on my for you page and i read the comments because i was just i always wanted to comment on things because that was like my first initial Thing to do was always just try and comment and like and stuff mm -hmm. and people were like give her the hype give her the hype i'm like what the hell are they talking about so i click her profile and the girl was at like 174,000 when i started when i started my account yeah now she's number one in the world with 42 mil yeah yeah she's insane i followed her page like you suggested before and like i got like 10 random followers i was like really with this shit <laughs> yeah. there's, there's just a bunch of bots that like like even on instagram you unfollow mm -hmm. and follow a verified user you'll get follow like fan page follows from it yeah mm -hmm. just because you're on top of a new list yeah. so let's let's segue that right into uh first question i'll just i'll shoot it off um so with the TikTok um, success that you've obviously seen, because, you know, 20K is, a is actual success, like even 10K, yeah. I would say. Yeah, it's pretty um, How have you used, or, you know, because I see this, but how have you used TikTok to promote your brand? Do you plan on putting more stuff for your brand on there? I've seen some videos. Um, right. but do you have like a game plan? Do you enjoy, do you have a game plan for it? So one video of mine went semi-viral with The weekend, uh, like as like me wearing it in there. Um, that's actually my most viewed video. I think it's at like 900,000 right now. It's almost about to hit a mil. Uh, oh, but, it but keeps, my but plan it was, what? But it keeps going up. Yeah. Just, I always get likes on it. Like it's always mm -hmm. just getting likes, even if it's just like one a week, it's always going to keep popping up. Uh, so my plan originally was to not throw 
because I feel like people fail with this. They like try and promote something, try and sell something too quick. And in like personal experience, I want to, I want to wait until I have a massive following before I can even do that. Like even just, just get my own merch with like a tagline that I use in most of my videos. Like, so here's a story is like one that I use a lot. Um, but I don't want to throw things down people's throats yet. So I haven't done it nor planned to do it yet. Um, but we have gotten sales from it just naturally from people clicking my Instagram, finding me that finding weekend apparel in my bio on Instagram and then going to that and then buying something. Okay. Okay. Let me, I didn't even realize the thing to do this. That's on me. Um, talk about, you know, your brand, like, like, what are you guys? Um, how did you start? Um, just kind of like the gist of the weekend, you know, like explain that. To them. Um, I don't know. So, so back in the, back in the college days, uh, back at Marist, I ma made this like little animated character in one of my art classes. And uh, I was like, yo, I kind of want to throw him on a t-shirt. You know what I'm saying? So I threw him on a t-shirt. I think I could find it somewhere in my room, but whatever. I'm not going to go look right now. Uh, and it was called the Bolty. It was a little animated character that was in the shape of a lightning bolt with like giant Mickey Mouse eyes and hands. And it was, it was looked really funny. And I put it on a shirt and I called it the Bolty. The Bolty. Uh, okay. I sold like five of them to my friends. And I was like, yo, that kind of felt pretty good, you know? feels pretty good um fast forward like two years into the future when we moved out and me and jordan got a place together uh i was like yo we should make an a, a like an apparel like the whole reason being is because i like clothes i like fashion i like the whole streetwear vibe and when i go to supreme or off-white and i want to buy an article of clothing one it's like half a paycheck, you know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. And two, and two, they don't they don't ever sell my size. I'm mm. a big guy. I'm a husky guy. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a husky guy that likes fashionable things, and I can't even wear the clothes I want. So I'm like, screw it. Let's make my own. And that's how the idea started. And me and Jordan brainstormed for, and I was like, let me brainstorm a couple ideas. I'll get, I'll come to you. And then we settled on the weekend, like the whole live for the weekend thing. That's how, that's how it started. Mm -hmm. very nice yeah because i remember um and obviously i'm the only one that would have seen this other people here but i remember when you started posting on your gram like the fashion shots right I was like, what is this kid no one knew no one knew i i like to be controversial i like to uh sure. catch yeah. people by surprise and like people are like what the hell is he doing trying to be like an influencer i'm just like just wait it was just subtle wait so are you guys are you guys uh are you guys like private label? Are you white label? What do you guys do in terms of that? And let's, I guess, explain it in a way that would, I don't know, I guess be beneficial to somebody who's listening, who maybe wants to start up their own apparel brand. You know, like what are the steps you guys took right. to get started that you feel would be helpful for someone else who's looking to do the same thing. And, and it's like a lot of people say, right? Like the market's saturated. There's a lot of garbage in the market. And it's like, I don't think the market's saturated. I just think there's a lot of garbage in the market. Right. You know? right. So, uh, but go ahead. Uh, so our first steps was we want, the first thing was a logo and basically like a brand aesthetic. So me being the designer of the, of the pair of me and Jordan, I drafted like, a crap ton, like maybe like 10 logos or, and different color schemes and stuff. 
and we went through them all. We picked out two of them, a word mark and an actual logo. And uh, we went from there. And then I knew from selling those t-shirts that I told you about previously, that there was a bunch of drop shipping type of websites out there. And there was actually some really good ones and there's really crappy ones too. Um, so we chose this good one out in uh, California. They're called a Pleak and they do all of the manufacturing and we don't ever even see the product besides samples. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's, that's if, if you were to start a company or, or apparel brand, I would hundred percent recommend drop shipping. It was minimal money to start it up and yeah, it's just, it's easier that way for sure. So you'd say it's good for somebody as well who maybe just like wants to have like a little side hustle, you know, it's a good method for somebody to have like a little side hustle. Yeah. And I mean, the, the thing is like, now that we, we've started doing some like crazy things, like just like multiple print graphics on the sleeve and, and the back, mm. all that stuff. And that stuff costs money per print mm. for drop shipping. So that in the long, long term may not be worth it for drop shipping. Um, because we don't really make that much money on each product per se, but like the money we make, we just put it back into samples and, you know, Shopify monthly billings and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And just like cool things like that. But, but so we've actually know, never seen a dime. Of it. So, um, what's the, um, the MOQ for you guys when you guys order stuff from drop shipping? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, minimum of quality so basically how many you can order because when you go oh, to right. people they have to say oh you need to buy at least this amount for us to make well it. with the drop shipping isn't it just like by order so with drop shipping like let's say you live in california and you buy it on our website your order will go into our drop shipper once approved by us to like for fraud and stuff um then it will get shipped to them order will get mailed to them and then they print it, they quali quality check, and then they send it to you. Cool. Yeah. So that's no obviously different, a little bit different than ours. Cause like on our end, you know, we are like what Ray normally handles. Um, and what I did a little bit of is that we have to order, we have to find a first of all manufacturer that even can take our order quantity. Now we're doing smaller order quantities. So I correct me if I'm wrong, Ray, like anywhere from like 50 to hundred, we, we tend to look at. Yeah. Um, and we can only speak to the certain people that do that. We have to put in the order, uh, get the right. sample first of all, which I'm gonna let Ray talk about can take some time. Um, and then we have to go into mass production and we get it delivered to us and then we're responsible for the shipping, which is- Yeah, so before that, we did look into inventory and we, we, we kind of realized that we didn't think that we can push out the amount that we were required to order. So, um, not saying like our brand idea was stupid. It's just like, you know, it's new, you know, being practical, yeah. being, yeah. just being practical money wise. And we just landed on the drop shipping thing because the, we found some really good prices for manufacturers. It was just in the end, in the beginning, not worth it for us. Mm -hmm. Now I have a, I'm sure you've seen some of the uh, other clothing brands on TikTok, right? Like have you seen, have you seen that brand unexpected? I have, I have uh, seen them. the kids who do like the split hoodies or whatever. Um, here's my question, you know, like they look like they're making a killing, you know, pr promoting their brand through TikTok. They do a lot of creative stuff, like sure, you know, they're young, they're annoying, like whatever they're, hmm. they're, they're doing what they're doing to grow their brand. But like, 
that they're hustlers, you know, like why, why not with your TikTok experience, you know, your TikTok knowledge, like why not take that and leverage that for your brand? Well, one thing that they're doing good, um, the unexpected kids, they, they take their clothing into trends and they make it like a trend that's really? going on TikTok and they're doing a killer at it. Um, mm. But also, they're also making a killing problem because what they sell like two articles of clothing that that would e equal to like 20 of ours being sold. Like, you, I went to their website. It's just high end stuff. It's yeah. Expensive yeah. stuff. Oh. stuff. They like take two like high end quality hoodies. I think they do it all like in their basement. Yeah, yeah. They, they do it all to get uh, all by themselves. That's what I'm saying. Hustlers, you know. But, uh, I don't know. I haven't really figured out a way to transcribe uh, the weekend onto TikTok just because I'm, I kind of want to focus on my self brand on there. Mm. Um, Cause I feel, I feel like what I've learned is, and like from like studying and like listening to other podcasts and other influencers, people don't like um, a product. They like a person to buy a product around. Absolutely. Mm. And I think, I think if I was to be able to be that person and then just me and Jordan and I run business side of weekend. And then I also have my own personal brand. It's just like everyone wins. And like, it's that, that's what I kind of want to, that's what I see from it in the future. But I mean, yeah. I think you take a good approach with it on TikTok. You know, you definitely have a very, you know, I have one friend who's got over 200,000 on TikTok. He, he's gone viral so many times it's it's stupid um but you know his approach is like follow every niche follow every niche and it's like i see a follow every trend you know and he's always sticks with every trend but it's like i see you take kind of like i guess like a more like personal vlog type approach with it which i i, I and which i find very interesting because it's like a lot of people don't but you know you're continuously growing by just doing that, um, and I agree with you. You know I think personal brands and entirely like yeah super important at this point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the approach I took like it's kind of like a blog a vlog style, but like more storytelling, and then there's like more vlog. There's a lot of vlog similarities in my in my style, and I found. When I was scrolling through TikTok in the beginning, before I even posted a video, I wanted to find what I could do on it. And I was like, I found like five creators that I liked that I thought were funny and relatable. And I picked two of them that I would um, kind of base my style on. Um, and that's kind of how I got my style. And it's different. I didn't like copy them or anything. I just, you know, I took what I learned from them and I put it to my own self. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I see uh, your style, like, when I scroll through. Maybe that's probably because I like your videos and, you know, the phones yeah. know goddamn everything at this point. TikTok algorithm, like, if no, you it's, like it's me a bunch, you'll see yeah. me more before you pick. I see you, and then I see other, like, guys and girls. Not a lot of guys, more so girls, now that I think about it, that do. Maybe that's why, because you even said your demographic for females is, like, crazy high, like 80%, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I see a lot of girls doing the story times, and, and you know, they, they get a lot of followers. They get a lot of likes and whatnot um not saying that only girls are watching or doing these but it seems like for the female demographic those story times just work a lot better 
Right. Um, so that obviously, honestly might be why your demographic is so much higher with females. They seem to, they like that. I mean, I think they're hilarious. Um, <laughs> so I, I think it's interesting that I see those. Cause like, I, I like your type videos. I like a lot of like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings stuff. Cause I'm a fucking nerd. You should have um, been on TikTok during this Lego Star Wars trend. Uh, I no, gained like, I, I gained like 2000 from that alone. Really? Yeah. yeah. I missed out. But like, there's some funny stuff. Like, it, like I, I've like, cause you know, you guys can all say your takes on this too, but I was very biased with TikTok. Like I didn't want to do it. I wasn't interested in staying away, like being like the old, like, I don't want to do it, but like, it is funny. I'm not like crazy into it, but it, it does have its moments. And I see how you can grow a brand on it. And like, James, I know you said, this is why we got on it in the first place. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I think it's I got on it for the same reason you said, Mike. You know, Gary Vee said TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Like, I've been watching Gary Vee since 2013. Saw him speak in 2013, and it's like I've always believed that anything he says goes when it comes to social media, and it just goes to show. Like, <clears throat> I mean, that video of you, Nick. Like, you know, it didn't go viral, but it like it. I posted it, it did like, okay. And then out of nowhere, I gained 15,000 views, you know, like out of nowhere, it did really, really well. And then it's like, I had another video gain do on my personal page, do like 200, 250,000 views, not even showing my face, literally just walking up to a blender at the Macy's in Times Square and in, uh, in uh, a blender. 34, uh, on 34th street. Um, and just being like, you know, you're getting old when something like this gets you fucking excited. And it's like, blow <laughs> up, dude. Like, yeah, dude, this, the, the littlest things can go viral. And the most simplistic things, of course. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't get it. I just don't under. Yeah, they call that, they call that what you experience with the, the 15,000 views is a delayed explosion. Mm. So somewhere along the line, your video stopped being on the For You page. And then out of nowhere, someone liked, shared, and commented, let's say. Mm. And then TikTok algorithm took that and was like, oh, maybe more people will be interested in this. And then they send it to another 500 people. And then let's say 25% of those 500 people like, share, and comment. It gets mm. sent to a whole other tier of people. And that's mm. just how it happens. Ray, what's your take, take on TikTok? Because I know you kind of <laughs> have like weird, yeah. I feel like you got a weird perspective on it. <laughs> I'm like 50 50 with it. It's just like, you know, there's times I go on there and like, there's some, there's some really funny stuff and there's times I go on there. I'm like, like, why, like, why is this thing created? And, um, I actually had saw that, seen that brand before and they always comment like, you know, they did like, the, you know, help us out. We work on this we from our basement, buy it and stuff like that. And at first I was like, all right, like, come on. Like, that's just so like, so corny. But like, next thing I know, I'm seeing their videos more and more. And the guys like Mike, you were saying, were following trends and making their videos to go along with whatever trend was going on. And so I do see like the, I see the upside with TikTok, like but just the downside is just like, I just the whole concept of it. It's just like, I'm still not like, not all about it. Like you can throw up literally anything and some, some of it will get insane amount of views. Some will like that first video I made on TikTok had gotten like 500 views and I literally just showed our podcast um, set up. So mm-hmm. it's like, Set up setups are huge. I I follow this one kid that literally just like rates gaming setups and it's it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's so yep. fun. Setups are huge. People like like the neon lights and like the microphones and all that aesthetic yep. pleasing technological stuff. Yeah. 
I mean, I think the views, the with the, the the whole random explosion of views and the stupidest thing going viral, like I don't think that's just TikTok. I think that's just the internet. You know, like that's yeah. It's gonna stop though. It's gonna stop. It's gonna become more like YouTube, where where it's gonna be harder and harder every single day. It's harder and harder to blow up on it because there's more people. They're gonna change the algorithm again. Yeah. which I think they already did because I've also seen a steep decline in my views. Like yep. two weeks ago, I was getting 5,000 views a video and now I'm getting 1,000 minimum. Yeah. What would you say um, for marketing trends, you know, down the line? Because I'm not, ex- I, I know you guys have the Insta page, obviously. Do you, I think you have a Twitter? Like what do you guys use right now for marketing? And like, what is your plan? You know, elephant in the room for everyone, you know, with COVID going on, what is your guys' plan? to move forward or like, what do you guys have in store? Um, you know, once we obviously get out of this or while it's going on. Right. So me, me and Jordan actually took like an unplanned hiatus from anything weekend related. And we had this conversation the other day and we're going to, once like we're all back, once we're back into like our apartment and stuff together, we're going to start uh, pushing it again. Um, but I also have like some things I'm working on that he has, he has no idea about. I just want to like surprise him with it. He'll probably see this on this podcast. But hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <a> surprise. <laughs> but also, also, I've been I've been super dialed in on TikTok, and it's definitely definitely me to blame for for like the hiatus, just because I've been fo- so focused on that and stuff. Mm. Um, but you know, he understands, and it is mm. what it is. But we're gonna get back out. It it's gonna be cool. Do you do um or when you guys did drop? Did you do any Instagram? Have you done Instagram ads or anything like that before? Facebook ads. We did in the beginning and they didn't seem to work as well. And like, we got like a fraudulent buy once. And like, then we started just kind of realizing, let's just go local. Let's just try and get our friends to buy it. And then their friends of friends to buy it and mm-hmm. kind of have like our stuff out there in the world. Um, because we've had people like Allie, our friend Allie went to Clinton hall in New York city and wore our hoodie took a picture, tagged them, and then like ended up on their 100,000 follower Instagram page with our hoodie. So it was like, that was cool. So, but it's, we want, we want like people to wear it and like, we're not really focused on a glow on like a whole like nationwide thing yet. Mm -hmm. I feel like you want one step at a time, you know, it's, uh, yeah, that's, I feel (laughs) you. I mean, even uh, like with us and Ray, you can probably touch on this. Um, because you probably would know more at this point, but like we've been focusing very local as well, I would say, like more like uh, Northern East Coast. We've been focusing, uh, we have some random buys like out, out West, like in Midwest, like all these weird ass states I don't even know really exist. <laughs> um, but we've had, we've had those buys, but I know Ray, when he's been targeting um, like manufacturers and everything, um, and I'll let you talk about this. Um, where, Ray, have you been looking to kind of amass that um, or like find those different people that we can use or avenues. The U.S. for sure, because it is a little bit more expensive. But after all the cost of you know shipping anyways from overseas, it, it's not too much of a big price difference, and it's a lot easier to communicate with the people we're in contact with. So currently we're in contact with Zega Apparel. So their offices are based in like they have one in California, one in Canada, and one in somewhere in India. I don't know exactly where. So you have that nice range that if you need to get in contact with them, there's always, there's going to be something that's always open. And um, our account manager who we've had issues with. You um, 
that but that, that whole thing was figured out you can watch the state of business to <laughs> to see all of that my rant for that but, um, we'll leave that one alone <laughs> yeah so but definitely with the, the sticking to the u.s has been a lot better for us because we had a whole incident last year with some leggings with someone from alibaba and that was just a whole that was just yeah you said a waste of time did you use it for weekend no you mentioned it to me and i, I was yeah. looking at it and i was like eh. But well, like Alibaba has its, it has it. I feel like Alibaba is good, but it's just like the problem. I don't know. The problem was is like they were just. There's a lot on there, right? Like it's there's yeah. so many manufacturers on there in China and in India, in Pakistan, like they're all over the place and they're in hundreds of them, like hundreds upon upon hundreds of them. And it's it just comes down to like finding the right one, you know. But it's in that sense, like it's a expensive experiment, <laughs> and mm -hmm. takes a lot of time. And it took us six months to essentially get a refund because, you know, when the product was wrong, when we got the sample, like so wrong when we got the sample, it wasn't the fact that it was wrong that it was the issue. It was the fact that when I addressed the issue, she. I was told that um, we'd have to pay $100 for another sample <clears throat> um, because she doesn't see the issue and yada, yada, yada. And I was just like, look, you, you know, just give us our money back. Like, this is wasting my time because mm. um, I don't have that time really to wait another four weeks for this to be just wrong again. Mm -hmm. what, do, what do you guys do? Like, so like kind of to touch on that, like if we have a sample that's wrong or like doesn't work or something, you know, we can send it back. Like, I, I think like once or twice and they could fix, what would you guys do? Or how do you handle that? Or you, maybe you've had this of like a sample that's like completely like wrong. Like how does drop shipping help you guys with that? Uh, one second, I'm gonna take a picture of this for the Instagram. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. All right, cool. Please restate the question. <laughs> um, with uh, with like sampling, like let's say uh, they make a mistake because you guys said you see the one sample and then they send it out. Now, from our experience, we can get a sample and then we'll get another sample and we'll think it's proper this time and it's completely batshit wrong. So, like, right. what do you guys or have you experienced that before? Where samples is wrong and they send it out or something. Yeah, so we have we have experienced that before. Um, most of the times we just so what we do is like say we have one style of hoodie coming out, we'll order one of those hoodies, and we'll usually order it for like a model or something like just to like post on our Instagram and stuff. Um, and then like after we like have that all said and done, we'll order our own stuff, but. Once the sample comes in, we check it. We, if we like it, the quality, uh, how it feels and all that stuff. Um, we've never actually gotten something that's bad, but we have gotten stuff that's been like misprinted and stuff. And when it comes to that, like um, our drop shipper just kind of just sends us a new one. Okay. Uh, without any help. another sample? They'll just send it to you? Yeah. They'll, so so we'll, set, we'll just send them a picture of like the botched sample and they'll be like, okay, we'll send you another one. No big deal. And then we like kind of just make sure it never happens to our, one of our customers. And then uh, that's pretty much it. Okay. We yeah, haven't had so, any problems with that. 
is the hoodie is it like it's what is it like a white label hoodie or is it like it's like your own sweatshirt like if you look at like the label on the inside like is it like 100 percent like your guy like it says it's yours basically it can be there's an option on our drop shipping um site that we can have all hoodies with our own label in it we can have custom labels on the side on the bottom in the hood outside the shirt um but right now we haven't done that because it's just like extra costs that we don't mm. do right now mm. but we, we do have that option okay yeah what's your what's your best selling is it the the zytro weekend one yeah we made a killing off these, yeah. these I mean, mine's right there yeah <laughs> I think this one made the most sales just because because Zytro plugged it on his gram and all of our friends collectively were like, this is cool. They're doing something together. It's mm-hmm. kind of how it spread. Like everyone was posting pictures with it on. Right. For for everyone watching, Zytro is uh, our buddy, also named Mike, ironically. I, I, know it's, I know you said you know Mike's. I know a ton of Mike's too. Um, <laughs> he's, a, he's a DJ who also lives in Hoboken. We plan to have him on the podcast Oh, you're skipping over oh, for, for Zytro. Uh, um, so yeah, like they did the collab. And, yeah, there's so you many here. For me. You skip for me. I didn't hear a word you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah just, what was that? Oh, completely canceled. I love my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? Um, my our boy Zytro uh, lives here in Hoboken. Mike McClatchy. Um, he's a DJ. Just for everyone watching, gonna give him his little plug. Um, they did a collaboration. I don't know where you are. For me, you're right below me. So that's why I'm pointing below. Um. But they did a collaboration. It's the hoodie he's wearing. It's the hoodie I have over there. Um, so we're going to have him on the show at some point, too, which I'm excited for. But, uh, yeah, so I know you guys did that. I saw that everywhere. Like, I have one. My roommate has one. A lot of our friends have ones. Um, yeah. You guys, I think, yeah, I mean, I would say that was probably the best because I saw it everywhere. I, I assumed it was. Yeah, like- from our, we have, uh, like, this Excel sheet of, like, money, like, revenue and gross sales and stuff, like, per drop. And this one just blew everything out of the water mm-hmm. that's yeah. out. I mean, yeah it's a good sweatshirt i mean i like it and these are the most comfiest too i think this material that we use for these because we this is the first time we use this material um actually no we use it for the yellow one but this one is the most comfortable and it's heavy too so mm-hmm. like dead of winter for it so it's good yeah. Now, now, going back to TikTok real quick, you know, because that's, I don't know, social media is where my head's at. And especially with this quarantine, it's like, seems to be the only fucking thing I can do. Um, <laughs> um, so it's going back to TikTok. Do you, like, you know, with 20,000 followers, right? Have you been approached, like, has any, have any companies or any brands hit you up yet to do any, you gotten any, body reaching out to do any promotional posts for them or anything like that um no not brands but i have had an increasingly large amount of women slide into my dms (laughs) (laughs) but uh, so no so no brand deals no brand deals yet but um Good for you, buddy. <laughs> some, some of the yo, can I just read you guys a DM real quick? Yeah. Some of this shit is crazy, bro. These girls, I like yeah. I now I kind of like I have like a little taste of like the in like the influencer life, not really, but like dude, I can't even imagine what these like insta models get. Well, dude, it. you can even fucking, you know, I'll plug them, I'll say it. Um we we had our, our two friends that we've been hanging out with Oboken. Like he he told me this story. I remember it was like what like a month ago. He was like, "Yo, he was at he was at a bar, Pat Pick and Parrot, you know, love that." Um, and these two girls like found him like from fucking TikTok, 
and like followed him like introduced themselves and he was like oh hey and like we've been hanging out with them and it, it's like wild and I told my friends I was like yeah Cracker like met these girls via TikTok like in person and I now was like our okay. friends, though. yeah now they're like our friends it's wild it's like it actually works the night before though a girl came in and was like are you Mikey Cracks on TikTok and I was like yeah I was like she's like she's like I followed you from your duck video I'm like oh my god <laughs> and then we did shots and she was actually pretty cool insane insane it works this dm she gave me the um like all the emojis that you would find in a bedroom like a bed emoji a chair a couch and goes oh don't mind me babe i'm just moving into your dms i'm planning on making a tiktok around that dm you notice <laughs> no all right we're back hello hello we just did 20 minutes of recording without recording so yeah, it is what it is. What we were talking about right before, where, where this is going to cut in, is you, uh, what did you ask? You asked how... You were talking about how Justin Bieber was sitting, eating oh, right, right, right. like half a million right. people in his live stream. Yeah, the and boy is sitting there eating, and I'm watching him sitting there eating while I'm sitting here eating, thinking, right. interesting, you know. I mean, if Bieber can do it, I can do it, obviously, but it, it's funny. And then you said how... I wanted to touch on the subject, yeah. like, as a small creator, I'm trying my hardest to get new views, get new followers, and just, like, pump out as much original and entertaining content as possible. But then there's people who have already made it, right? Like, mm. take, for example, um, that girl Addison Ray on, on TikTok, right? Love her. <laughs> Thank God she's of age, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, that's another thing about TikTok. You don't fucking know. <laughs> you can't see shit. Okay. So you take you take that for example, right? And like she's doing new dances every day. She but but it's pretty much the same the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like the same dances but different variations. And honestly, she's killing it. Good for her. But it takes away like your motivation when like you see someone doing something so minimalistic and like so quick and like with zero effort. Obviously, she probably learned the dances. I'm not going to say that, but. Um, Actually, that's honestly, honestly not a good example. Let's just say something, some giant creator with a million views posts a TikTok of them opening a door, okay? Simple task of opening a door. The fact that that content gets so many likes and follows and, and views based on like, as a small creator, if I open a door, people would tell me to go F myself. <laughs> It's That'd like, it's like where, where, where does the line lie? Like, where does the line in the sand get drawn? Like, from me putting out content that's like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm trying mm -hmm. to get at here? Mm -hmm. That's the one thing I do have with TikTok is that I, don't, I feel like there's not a personal connection I feel you really make with people on that app yet. Because like, there's some people who just blew up from doing dances, and that's literally all they do. And then you see them just kind of sponsor whatever companies approach them. That's like the issue I have with kind of like another thing, TikTok, just nothing personal. Like on Instagram, you know, you see people initiating in the comments section. You kind of, you know, know your followers a little bit more. TikTok kind of just more like just random people just, you know, right. you make one funny TikTok or a few funny TikToks and it's just like, oh, this guy's really, really funny. Let me keep following him. And then next thing you know, you can do anything like opening a door and that person will get a bunch of likes. Meanwhile, that smaller guy who had a you know who's had a few videos pop off right and you'll see it's a lot more difficult because people are like oh here that one person already did it so him doing it's not gonna it's not funny anymore mm -hmm. 
I actually saw a video. I saw a video on TikTok about someone uh, talking about this exact subject where like people have had a few videos that popped off and they've gotten so many followings from them, but like their other videos have like 300 views compared to a, a video of them having 3 million. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That That's why I'm fine with where I am right now because my views are kind of consistent because I want people to follow me and not my content. And that's what I've been trying to go for. And it's kind of been working out. Um, but I mean, we'll see. I feel like you do that well. Like I will say with yours, like you engage, like I notice you do this. I know you say you do this, but I notice it. That like you do engage with your comment with the people. Like I see the same damn people and sometimes new ones commenting on all of your videos and you do engage with them. So right. I feel like that's one thing you do very well. And that's a part of I'm, why I think you have grown so exponentially because you actually do respond. You, you go live, you answer the questions. Whereas some of these other people, like take it for example, the fucking... Charlie D, whatever the fuck her last name is, goes live, right? I'm sure, like, she's going to have friends on there that she's known her entire life that are on that feed asking questions that she is never going to see. Right, but think about it this way. She's she, also got 42 million followers. Right. She has so yeah. many people she in her did, chat that she can't even up. read it. Yeah. She yeah. can't even read the chat. Yeah. That's what so I'm like, afraid of. That's yeah. what I'm 100% afraid of. Like, if I do blow up in, in the fact where I can't engage, like, one-on-one, like, mm-hmm. that's my biggest fear because then, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, take someone so, like, like her. Where you start, do it. Right. Like, to where you start to where you finish. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's phys- That's why I try and comment back on everyone. And, like, some people, like, freak out. Like, oh, my God, you comment. I freak out when I comment. You don't respond back to me. Well, that's because I, I know you. And there's more. There's there's bigger fish to comment on. I freak on. out in his comment section. <laughs> I, I, and, and as well, it's like, I mean, I I think, like, I don't know, with like Charlie, right? Like that whole Hype House crew. I was just watching a video the other day of the two guys who essentially founded the Hype House. They bought the house. You know, these two guys, one of these two guys wrote the check for it. Granted, they already had like a social media following, but like they basically bought this house for people to move into to, to create content, you know? But in, in the interview, you know, they... The guy asked, he's like, is there partying? You know, it's like, it's a house full of, I think the oldest member of the house is like 23 years old. And there's like 20 of them that are just constantly like cycling in and out of this house, you know? And he said, it's just nonstop content all day. I mean, they pro- he said they probably collectively between everyone who lives there make almost 200 to 250 TikToks a day. Like if you're going to live in the house, it's like you're making TikToks, you know, you're making TikToks for yourself. You're making TikToks with people. And it's like, that's how all those people got so, get so big, you know, Addison doing a video with Charlie, you know, she probably gains a million views from doing a video with Charlie. Right. Not to cut you off, just in the upper left-hand corner, you see that remaining time. Yep. That's probably why it cut out on us. Yep. Just a heads up. We can always do a cut to another one. But just a heads up. That, that is up there. Uh, the whole Hype House thing apparently was a scam though. Really? Um, yeah, so that member, Daisy Keach, she's an Instagram hot girl, you know, but she, obviously she's more than that, you know, she has a lot of content. <laughs> but uh, um, apparently she put down most of the money for the house and got no recognition for it. So apparently she just posted a video on YouTube that she she's like leaving the house or whatever. Because so the interview I watched was a lie. Yeah, it's all, it's all BS, dude. I don't believe anything I read on the internet. Yeah. How would you, I mean, I know like for your brand specifically, even for you, you've kept it very real on your TikTok, which obviously I applaud because I know you, so I know it's actual genuine content. Um, How do you plan to, 
or I mean, this is a down the line question, so let me know if it's too much. But how do you plan on using your your you know your established brand to build the weekend? Like, what is do you have like a game plan of how you plan on doing that? Like, let's say you hit fifty k, like actual followers. How do you plan on using that to promote your brand? You know, in a way that still stays genuine to you. I don't really know, honestly. I think I think I'll try and push it out as least as like. Maybe like if we get a new product, I'll wear it and I'll like I'll just like really quickly self plug and I'll be like, hey, this is a new hoodie that we made. That's pretty much what I think I would do. Mm-hmm. Just maybe put the link in my bio every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like we'll see though. Like honestly, we don't know where we're gonna be in a year from now. Like who the hell knows? Like the weekend can, uh, like our our brand, the weekend can get bought out by some company for a million dollars for all we know or like we can actually, or like we can you know we have a huge following on the weekend and it's too much for me to handle tiktok and that but like we're making a lot of money on the weekend i'll probably go to the weekend you know what i'm saying like it's mm-hmm. we have no idea where we'll be okay you know yeah just like yeah no i get that you, no, you, no plan for uh no i i don't have a plan for like plugging the brand on tiktok yet Right. I, I feel like it's hard too, because like you don't know. Like you, I mean, I'm sorry. I have no idea. I have no idea if TikTok will die out. Mm. At least I, I don't think it will, but I don't know if it will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think it's a matter of like using the platform while you can, and then learning how to kind of shift transfer it once you know you gotta you gotta evolve with the times. You know, like 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 you said, right? Like social media is constantly evolving and you yourself as a personal brand have to be as well. Um, you know, doing the whole trends and shit is not really my thing on TikTok. Um, I kind of just use TikTok to, I'm not really sure, to be honest. I still, it took me a while to figure it out. You know, I I still haven't really figured out the direction I want to go with it, but, um, yeah. It's interesting though, because I feel like all four of us, not through like us talking and like wanting to do this. All four of us have different approaches on the TikTok platform. I will say, like it's just like it, like for people that I don't know. Obviously, they probably don't follow us. They may follow you. Um, is that you know our all of our brands are different. Like your Krakow is very like story based. Like you know telling about his day and stuff, and that works very well from you. I try to put like random funny shit that just comes into my head that somewhat plays into some trends that are going on. Um, I know James kind of does a combination of Krakow and I with like doing like, like random like thoughts in the day, but doing things that have gone viral as well. And then Ray on the other hand does some viral. He just doesn't post. Well, he does like, he does like setup stuff, like at least from what I've seen from your talk, um, you're more of like a lurker. No, but you post like you post stuff of like setups and like design and editing. So it's all like very different approaches to TikTok, which is interesting too, I think, you know, with like how people, how, how everyone like sees a platform and uses a platform has always been interesting to me. It's all about what you, what you make of it, to be honest. Like, you know, I'll be, I would be happy if I had 20,000 followers for four months from now. You get in what you put out, you know, it's the more, the more time, the more effort you put into something, no matter what it is, you're going to get 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 you should get that out of it you know it's like the gym and your nutrition if you put the time and the effort into eating right and going to the gym you're gonna look good you're gonna feel good with your content creation if you spend the time to plan out the content strategically film it maybe have a friend help you film it you know your content 
I mean, might not necessarily do good because it seems like that type of shit doesn't even do well on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so it's uh, social media is a weird, weird, weird thing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, with three minutes left on the clock, Mike, I would like to, uh, you know, ask one final thing. a message of motivation for anyone who might be listening. A message of motivation. A final message. This is James's like thing too. So. <laughs> um, a final message. This will go on TikTok. Yeah. So we'll go on TikTok. All right. Or like, um, what do you want to say? Is it just for like TikTokers or like for anyone? Just in general, just like a message of motivation from Mikey Cracks. <laughs> okay, All right. I got a good one. Um, so what I've learned in my experience with friends and social media and pretty much everything in between, uh, nothing is more organic than just being yourself. I think that if you are true to yourself and you are yourself with your content to your friends, that'll, that'll be transparent to them and they'll understand that you are who you are. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of fake bullshit in the world, um, and I've lost friends. Everyone's lost friends. People have lost followers, um, just because they don't like who you are. And that's just that's just be yourself. Screw it. Be yourself and do what you got to do. <laughs> Is that good? Fuck. <laughs> okay, I like it. We got less than a minute, so I'm gonna I'm gonna outro it real fast. Thank you everyone for watching. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I don't think that was good. Yeah, it was good. Thank you, Krakow, for being here. We're happy to have you. And uh, stay tuned for the next next one. We're probably going to have him back at some point. So thank you, everyone, again. Mike, you got 20 seconds. Do it again. It's something. Yeah. <laughs> Be yourself, guys. Be yourself. That's it. I'm out. <laughs> you do like a spin kick or something? <laughs> Thanks for watching, <laughs> Look at that, right?